0: For Beyond Profit, a podcast of the a Center for Brand Purpose, I'm Ken Bolio. If there is one positive we can take from the many challenges of the past two years, including a global pandemic, it's the desire of Americans to pursue their dreams now, rather than wait for some perfect moment down the road. In response to this new mindset, the financial services company, Northwestern Mutual, recently launched the Great Realization a purpose-driven advertising and brand campaign designed to help people reassess their lives and pursue what matters most. Through proprietary research, Northwestern Mutual found that financial insecurity often prevents Americans from making their dreams a reality. The new campaign underscores the need for personalized financial planning to help people live life on their terms. Developed by the creative agency Miramar, The campaign utilizes TV, digital, and social media platforms to bring this cultural awakening to the forefront through personal stories. To discuss the key aspects of the Great Realization campaign, I am joined by Lynn Teo, Chief Marketing Officer at Northwestern Mutual. Lynn, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you, Ken. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Before we get into the campaign, I just want to mention to listeners that you are relatively new to Northwestern Mutual after having served as CMO at Thomson Reuters, another purpose-led business. I'm intrigued about, um, you know, why you joined Northwestern Mutual and this industry in particular, which is extremely competitive, as you know.
1: Yes, yes. Um, Well, what I've found is, you know, as I reflect on my career, I've been in the biz for 24 years. Mm -hmm. I have found myself Being pulled to opportunities where the business is in a state of transformation, uh, where either the role of marketing changes or the company is trying to go down a different path to expand, you know, their impact to -hmm. society and their customers. So, you know, I think for me, this was what represented the most exciting part of the opportunity, which was. I get a chance to help shape the lives of Americans as they think about their fi- finances what it means to achieve financial security and to do it at scale you know mm-hmm. we're Thirty-three billion dollar company in revenue, and we have been in the business of helping clients and customers for 165 years, and mm. continue to remain relevant today. And so, for for those reasons, you know, I felt that this would provide just a wonderful opportunity for me to contribute to society. To connect with purpose, my -hmm. personal values, as well as the values of the company, and to make lasting impact on people's lives. So it's really the convergence of professional and personal um, goals that have come together um, that really made this opportunity a tough one to say no
0: to. Sure. You know, you hear a lot about. Transformations of companies these days, and not every market is willing to jump in. <laughs> you, know, yes. they, you know, thinking it's risky. So um, it sounds to me like you're you're the opposite there, where that you look at this as a really a challenge and something that that's really good for your career.
1: That's right. It gets me up in the morning, and you know, it gives me the drive, the energy, and the passion that I bring to work every day. And I right. think that's great.
0: Yeah, terrific. So you're now leading, obviously, a very inspiring campaign that I alluded to in my intro. Can you just talk about some of the key insights that led to the development of the great realization?
1: Yes, yes. I think this is also a good time for us to talk about how marketing approaches, you know, kind of our campaigns at NM. I think the biggest takeaway here is, you know, the intersection of a cultural insight and, you know, kind of the reality of what our consumers are facing is always the first point at which we conceive of a campaign. And I think that's Mm -hmm. a, that's an important takeaway for marketers in general, right? That you have to really surface a fact or a truism and use that as a launch pad. So for me, I think the we, we fielded a survey of over a thousand people among Americans between the ages of 26 and 57. And we analyzed the results that we got from it. And we found that of our respondents are telling us that if there was anything that they learned from the pandemic, that it is not to waste their time in pursuing those dreams. 95%. That, for me, is a resounding figure that tells us about this collective reawakening. What's also interesting is that people think about financial planning as a way to assuage those anxieties about i think about 90% of the respondents have told us they they know that financial planning is the way to resolve those anxieties but what we found was that only 52% of people actually have a plan of mm-hmm. sorts And that for us was a very rich, fertile ground to look at the data and say, well, there is an opportunity here. And we dug a little deeper to try to understand, you know, like what was holding people back from taking that step. We found that it was about only about 15 percent of the people that we we polled told us that they actually understood what it costs to pursue their dreams. So there's definitely a delta in terms Mm -hmm. of just information. So the, the will is there, you know, this realization and emotional want to pursue dreams. It's there. But I think it's the lack of knowledge. What what is the path to get us there? I think 60% of our respondents told us that finances was the one key reason um, that held them back from pursuing their dreams. So therein lies, I think, the foundation of our campaign. We've had a long history of coaching, guiding, our clients Mm -hmm. with a superior set of products and services, right? And it just felt like a very natural time for us to provide that that pathway to success and to really use the campaign to uh, connect the reawakening with the action that they now need to take to get them to that vision and that, that dream.
0: Lynn, tell me how this campaign fits nicely with Northwestern Mutual's brand purpose.
1: Absolutely.
0: We are a purpose-driven company and we
1: exist to free Americans from financial anxiety. That aloneness, I think, lends itself um, to why we exist as a company. When I think about the field, the financial advisors that I've met in the last six weeks since I started, what struck me is the passion that people have, but also the deep conviction that they have chosen to work at Northwestern Mutual. Um, and some of them are not our employees. Mm-hmm. They are extensions of us as a brand because we have an exclusive distribution system. But they have chosen their affiliation with Northwestern Mutual because of that connection that they feel in purpose for themselves and the company. And uh, they think that being a financial advisor is a noble profession because they're helping clients get to their dreams. So I think this sense of being a purpose-driven company is felt at every channel that Mm. we leverage. But also our employees, when you talk to employees at Northwestern Mutual, they always reference doing the right thing for Mm -hmm. our policyholders. And that colors everything in a meeting, in a decision about products, for marketing. It's about what are we doing that's right for our clients. So personally, for me, I think this role represents um, really a wonderful opportunity to also channel some of my personal beliefs in financial planning. I grew up in a middle-class family back in Singapore. And, you know, both my parents didn't go to college. Mm -hmm. So they worked very hard to put me and my brother through college and through grad school. But I felt that, you know, because of my cultural background... Financial planning was really not something that was uh, embraced because mm-hmm. of risks involved. And I realize also how those risks have colored my personal views of investing. And so there couldn't be a better time to bring together my own personal conviction. I was a late bloomer in the uh, financial, I guess, planning space myself. Mm-hmm. So I am intimately attuned to what it is that prevents a consumer from taking that, that first step. Mm -hmm. So uh, there you have it, purpose on all fronts.
0: So Lynn, how do you ensure that all the key elements of your campaign are rooted in authenticity and would meet the needs of all your stakeholders?
1: Well, I think referencing the data, Mm -hmm. right, and really connecting the dots and actually sharing some of that data. You know, we do a planning and progress report every Mm -hmm. year, Mm -hmm. in addition to this uh, unique survey that we fielded as a result of the pandemic. So I think really going back to the data, going back to the realities of the cultural intersections that we're living right now, and using that as a platform to draw relevance between what we do as a company, the value that we provide, the facts that back up the value that we provide. You know, when I think about the financial strength of this company, uh, we've been rated by four of the key rating companies in in financial services. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think we should shore up these facts at the right time and during our marketing so that we're not accused of purpose-washing, but we're, we're here to help. We have the expertise, we have the credibility and the longevity as a brand to help you do this right because we've lived through 165 years of economic volatility, geopolitical instability. We know what it takes to set your vision for the long term and not be distracted by, you know, the day to day. So I feel like credibility counts for a lot when you're trying to counter, Mm -hmm. you know, the effects of purpose washing.
0: One of the uh, fun elements of this campaign um, is that you're partnering with the happiness expert, Gretchen Rubin. (laughs) So how did that partnership all come about and why do you feel it's critical to the success of your campaign moving forward? Well, I think the most
1: successful campaigns find adjacencies. Mm -hmm. Most successful campaigns find other moments in a consumer's life where there's connectivity with the purpose, the mission. And so I think we're all on a happiness um, trajectory now. We all want happiness in our lives. It's hard to quantify. Um, but the reason why Gretchen represented such a wonderful partner for us is she's the happiness expert. Right. And we have found in our data that there are connectivities between your happiness and your ability to plan for your life financially. Hmm. I mean, the financial anxieties are real. They hold people back from their achieving their dreams, but they also impact your emotional psyche. You know, I think Gretchen Wan, she is an authority, she's an expert. And, you know, we've kind of joined forces with her in an Instagram live uh, campaign where we invite consumers to join us and talk to us about, you know, the pivots that they've made in their lives and and why and how they've done it. And it's really a way for us to bring the relevance of what we do down to a level of people in the street. And this is what's happening.
0: You're offering exclusive content through Gretchen's Happier app, I guess it's called and blog. Talk about the nature of that content um, and why it ties so nicely to what you're doing overall with the campaign. Yes,
1: and I think what the Happier app does, it gives you tips, it gives you content, it gives you information that will help you live your life better. And, you know, that, again, is that thread, right? So how do you live your life better? How do you spend your time living instead of worrying? Uh, Here are very actionable tools that you can take. Um, So I like the fact that you're turning a, you know, a mission into action in in your Mm day-to-day. And, you know, we're giving you helpful tips to get there.
0: Hey there, Beyond Profit listener. The ANA Champions of Growth podcast explores the various aspects of the industry's growth agenda with the goal of helping marketing leaders create a stronger, more sustainable economic future for their brands. With topics ranging from brand safety and ad fraud to marketing organization, host Matthew Schwartz discusses the topics that matter most with our industry's foremost leaders. Learn more by visiting ANA.net slash podcasts. And now back to the show. So you're placing big bets on on digital platforms as part of this campaign. I was hoping you could explain why that is.
1: Absolutely. Well, first off, I think we know this of ourselves from our own consumer lives. Where we're spending our time is pretty much on digital, right? Mm -hmm. As we think about how we consume media, I think the, the default is that digital sources are where we're spending a ton of our time. I think about the journeys that people take as they encounter us and as they come to us to learn more mm-hmm. many of those touch points are digital in nature because of sheer convenience right you google something you know maybe you you download the app you play with uh, a tool a planning tool So I think that digital represents a very natural, it's where people spend their times. And we as a brand, we need to be where the people are. And if that's where they're consuming content, that's where you have to be. I think about the campaign that we ran on TikTok, or we have a presence. We're now dipping our toe in the FinTalk world because it's how our target audiences, millennials love to consume content, little bite-sized pieces a combination of useful information and fun. We like to put the personalities of our financial advisors out there so that Mm -hmm. people can experience the brand of our financial advisors. I think about the Museum of Recent History, which was a campaign that we launched on Instagram. You know, it was really a way to, it was an ode to the two years that we've come out of you know, from the pandemic, uh, but it also is, you know, there's a tinge of humor, but there's also a tinge of celebrating the moments that we, for example, uh, sourdough starter, that was one of our posts. And we all know our friends that overnight became bakers during the pandemic. Sure. So we use that as an artifact. You know, the sourdough starter is an artifact that we're displaying in our Museum of uh, Recent History. And we're inviting people to share their stories about how they turned themselves into bakers. But then there was also this interesting thread about people who said, you know, my kitchen is not outfitted the, the right way for me to do this. I really want to bake more. And mm-hmm. then that just lent itself very organically to a narrative around, well, what does it take to save to uh, renovate my kitchen, to build an extension? And it gave us a very natural and organic way to engage and to, you know, help anyone who is interested in planning for their lives so that they have a better kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I use that as an example of being where the consumers are right. and, you know, making your 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 information and your content relevant for that
0: moment. Can you talk a little bit, uh, Lynn, about the importance of inviting in consumers to take part in what you're doing? I just think that's so important. And with digital platforms, obviously, it allows them to do that.
1: Well, Ken, I think that the days of talking at people, the days are over. Mm-hmm. Uh, marketing isn't just about the push to buy. It really is about bringing people in for a, a conversation, a dialogue. Right. Right. A little bit like what our financial advisors do when they go out and they you know, are speaking with maybe a single mom who is facing very unique challenges in her life or a set of parents who have special needs children, mm-hmm. right? There's always that first conversation of connecting with your prospect or your clients, really getting yourself into the, you know, into the headspace of what they're feeling and what they cha- what challenges they're facing every day, what pains they're solving for. Um, so I think the dialogue and the engagement is critical. Because if you have that right and you build that trusting relationship, it lends itself to a desire for a product or a service. So I think my, my, my take is the days of talking at people are over. Push marketing is no longer what our target audiences want. They want to feel like a brand is on their side. Mm-hmm. A brand is, is sharing values that they personally share as individuals. They want to know that you're there to help them.
0: As I mentioned at the top Lynn, you're, you're new to Northwestern Mutual. I'm curious as to, you know, how you plan to make marketing more prominent at the organization. What lessons perhaps did you bring from your previous job that, that you hope to implement here?
1: Well, I think the first thing I, I I did when I got here was to not bring any assumptions to the table. And the way in which I can make marketing more prominent here is to really get under the hood of the business model that we have here at Northwestern Mutual. Mm-hmm. We are a B to, B to c company. And so I have to think about the ways in which I can touch the consumer. And sometimes it is in you know, just a, in a direct way. But I think about the 8,000 Financial advisors we have, that represents our distribution model. That is mm-hmm. where the bulk of our revenues are being generated. So, you know, the way to make marketing more prominent is to really lean in heavily on the business model and understand this is how the company operates. And so marketing has to fit in the construct of the business model. I spent 85% can of my time during my onboarding weeks. In the field. Mm. So I'm there meeting, I'm there at, this, at the Wealth Symposium, I'm there at our uh, risk product. It's called Lives Leaders Conference because I first of all need to understand the people who make this happen. And I also need to learn about how they are being trained as a financial advisor, to be able to bring the message to their consumers. But it also gave me a front row seat in deeply appreciating the, the commitment, the investment that the home office makes in ensuring our financial advisors are as great as they can be in what they do. Mm-hmm. So really, it's about understanding the roots to market, leading in heavily to know where can marketing make the most impact, and really listening, listening for the needs of my constituents. My constituents could be managing partners of large network officers um, at NM, understanding maybe there might be new avenues of, of pursuing um, you know, a, a prospect. For example, some of you may have heard of Thumb, Thumbtack, which is a very popular small business uh, platform. You know, We haven't yet made any commitments, but it behooves us to listen more about what that channel could be providing us and our financial advisors. So hopefully that gives you some color, but I say be led by the business.
0: Right. That's that's terrific advice. Uh, in your conversations with advisors, um, what have you been hearing about the campaign itself? Again, I know it's early on. I, I assume that you're seeing buy-in too from them as well.
1: Absolutely. I think emotional resonance is what I've been hearing. People come up to me during cocktails and they tell me, Lynn, you know, that story really hit home. Mm -hmm. Um, And they feel proud. You know, they are posting on their respective social media accounts. We've given them the tools to do that. But they are so proud of that campaign that they are putting word out on LinkedIn, you know, on their own Facebook or Twitter accounts. And they're telling us, they're giving us their conduit of feedback. They're telling us how it's helping them prospect better, you know, how people are coming to them asking for very unique solutions to their family situation. So for me, those are all signs that the message is resonating and it's hitting home. And on top of that, we created a part two of that campaign that that leans in on the role that a financial advisor plays. So we used the same screenshots, the same cuts of our of our ad. but we recast we recasted it so that it put them in the driver's seat of being that advisor that would guide a person to this kind of end state where people are actually feeling much more secure and much more confident about their lives, it is the financial advisor who helped them get there. And so we've kind of shown the light on how noble it is to be a financial advisor and to encourage more people to consider the profession of a financial advisor, because Mm -hmm. it is a way in which we grow you know, kind of our, our go-to-market strategy, but it is also a value that we bring to career switchers. We mm-hmm. think that considering a job at NM is something that we want them to seriously think about.
0: Well, speaking of value, how do CMOs and B2B build, you know, that value, that trust with their CEOs and other C-suite leaders?
1: Well, I think, Frequent contact is, you know, one of the things I would recommend. Um, You have to understand the business challenges and, you know, the surest way to be aligned to that is frequent conversation with your your executive peers as well as your senior leaders. I think what we do particularly well at Northwestern Mutual is to have various check-ins, you know, throughout the Mm -hmm. quarter. And these conversations are happening at multiple levels of the organization. I just came out of a meeting with my CEO, John Schlisky, yesterday. That access, I think, is critical. Uh, the senior leadership team is absolutely engaged in, you know, kind of our financial plans for the year going into 2023. Why? Because they're checking to see that it absolutely aligns with the corporate goals and to ensure that the functions across the enterprise are doing this in an additive way but we're doing this in an aligned way. So the mm-hmm. goals are being met, not just by marketing, but my partners on the customer experience or client experience side of the house with our engineers, with our product leaders, with a distribution channel. Mm-hmm. So I think that there has to be this interconnectedness between the functions so that we know we're all marching towards the same beat of the drum. So I think the way we organize ourselves as a corporation is critical and ensuring that many checkpoints throughout the year at all levels of the organization to have those conversations about goals and
0: strategies. Well, thank you. That's a great way to end. I appreciate you making time to talk with me on Beyond Profit.
1: Thank you so much, Ken. It was a pleasure to be here.
0: To learn more about the campaign in Northwestern Mutual, please visit northwesternmutual.com. That's northwesternmutual.com. If you have a topic or a guest you would like to recommend for this podcast, please email me at net.